Welcome to another episode of the Yankee Death Star. My name is Dave. I'm with Mark. How are you doing today, Mark? I'm doing great, man. We got another win. Um, great to see Cole out there, you know, being his dominant self and Chapman step in and get it done. Obviously, Judge three hits and um, our one RBI today, so that was awesome to see. Yeah, there was not a lot of stuff that went on offense, so it's going to be a quick work of this uh, episode. Uh, so definitely uh, stay tuned for that. And thank you again uh, for joining us. Here we go. You know, I just want to start off with what Mark said. Cole, Garrett Cole was absolutely dominant today. Uh, zero walks. He only gave up four hits and 12 strikeouts. He did this through uh, eight innings and 106 pitches. Um, during this time, uh, he also made it to his 1500th strikeout. <clears throat> the, the interesting thing about this is that he passes Corey Kluber on this list um, when he did this. Uh, Corey Kluber, obviously, uh, you know, he's got a, a bunch of pitches or uh, strikeouts to catch up to Cole now. I think he's going to have to have 10 on his next start to catch up to him. But obviously, Cole is on a different level. Um, getting to 1500 is just a, a phenomenal thing. Uh, Corey Kluber will get there too, uh, his next start. So the fact is to be able to see 200, uh, two pitchers do this is pretty phenomenal. Yeah, it is. And, you know, you got to respect how long he's been dominant. But at this point, it's pretty clear that he's probably the best he's ever been. And he really dominated. Um, there wasn't really any point where he seemed like he was in trouble. Um, other than... Um, Maybe what there was one hit that went back to the wall. Um, other than that, you know, we're talking, you know, like you said, no walks and really very few runners. Um, I think three hits, like, is that what he gave up? And four hits, yeah, four hits. And one thing that to keep in mind here is, um, I saw a stat that he's gone 40 innings without a walk. Think about that. Man, that's truly insane. 40 innings without a walk is... I, I didn't even know that. I didn't hear that stat. But that's truly uh, spectacular. That's, that's something that is unbelievable. You know, um, something you said, you know, he's pitching the best he's ever pitched. Uh, that is that is that is saying a lot, especially with the um, season that he had in 2019 um, and in 2018. But the reality is, is that he wasn't the ace of the staff in those years. The, the team wasn't his team. Um, so to me, Mark is absolutely 100% right. What he is doing this year and the team is his team. It's not, you know, uh, anybody else's team on Houston's or it's not anything else like that. This is his team and everybody knows it. And I love the competitiveness. He wanted to finish this game. He only pitched 106 pitches. 73 of those were strikes. So 33 pitches that he pitched were not strikes. But the reality is he didn't get a single walk so he's being very selective on where he throws those balls um, they're just missing the zone a lot of times but the reality is is that he is on a whole new level and it was just really nice to be able to see that we gave up four hits Chapman comes in the game he throws a scoreless inning you know one two three up and down uh, gets one strikeout no walks uh, no hits I mean this is exactly what we need from Chapman they kept on showing the replay um, of Chapman giving up that home run last year, and it was really painful to watch. But the reality is, is that you know Chapman is really unbelievable this year, and I'm really excited about him for this year. For sure, man. And 
I saw the replay a bunch of times, but I did not see it live. Did you see what happened with Clint Frazier got thrown out? Yeah, you know, here's the thing, man. Clint Frazier got a really, really horrible call on the strike on three pitch. Um, Clint said something to the umpire, turned around, said something. Um, you know, Boone stepped in, and I was unclear if he was thrown. Um, Frazier was thrown out at that moment. Or if he, um, Frazier just wouldn't stop. And he kept on going back and saying things. You know, Boone was trying to get in between uh, Frazier and um, the umpire. I do think that he was throwing out right away. Um, but the reality is, is that Frazier, he's a hothead. He's, this is the way he is. You know, when he make, makes mistakes on defense, he does, you know, does stuff. This call that was a supposed strike was a horrible. It was high. It was inside and high. Um, it was an unbelievable, horrible call. And I understand why Frazier gets upset about that. But he's got to keep his cool because our bench isn't very deep. And the fact is, is that Gardner is not batting very well either. So I, I would rather Frazier have finished out this game uh, knowing the fact that he, he knows how to get walks. Didn't get one tonight, but just an unbelievable, uh, stupid play by Frazier. He needs to keep his cool, especially at the plate. Did not do that. Uh, needs to take some lessons with Stanton and Judge. Um, obviously they've learned their lessons, but the reality is, is that Frazier, we need him in the game. Yeah. And so that was in the top of the fifth and the game at that point was scoreless in the bottom of the six, Randy Arizarino stepped up and he hit a big double. It got all the way to the top of the wall. It looked like it was going out of, and, um, Gardner lost the ball. He found it, got it back. It was a stand up double. So, um, it was an interesting play, and it looked like at that point Cole was in a bit of trouble. They were definitely, you know, they realized that that was the best shot they had um, probably, you know, all game to get a run. And he increased his velocity, he increased his focus, and he was able to get out of that jam. He pitched great in the seventh inning um, and kept it going in the eighth inning. Um, eighth inning, he struck out all three batters, and it looked like he might come back in for the ninth, but he wasn't needed. We were up one, and Chapman got it done. Yeah, man, and let's just talk about the only on time we scored. That was in the seventh inning, uh, top of the seventh, uh, first batter up, Aaron Judge singles. Um, he does that to uh, left field. Uh, Gio Oshello doubles, uh, getting Judge to third base there. Um, once that happens, we have no outs. Um, Boone is incredibly intelligent when it comes to these moments. <clears throat> um, Luke Voigt grounds out. Again, he grounds out, so there was no double play because we had runners at sec uh, second and third. Uh, big there. Um, good job uh, by Urshela getting that double and getting us out of that position. The next person up was Aaron Hicks. He struggled recently, um, but he gets a big sacrifice fly to center field. Uh, Brett Phillips, he th makes a throw. Um, you know, the reality is, is that Aaron Judge is a fast guy, even at six seven, six eight. Um, he just he he tagged and got to home plate on a stand up. Really great job, and was the only run of the game. Uh, we also were able to get Geo to third base. Great job by Geo. Um, definitely was hustling there. Unfortunately, Brett Gardner, because Frazier had been uh, thrown out, uh, Brett Gardner steps up and grounds out to shortstop. But, man, Brett Gardner was hustling down that line. He almost beat the throw um, from shortstop. Uh, that was just unbelievable. I was really impressed with how, the speed because, you know, Brett Gardner hasn't shown his speed a lot recently. Like you said, that was the only run we needed. Um, 
It would have been great to get some more support for Cole, but he got the win today, and so it doesn't really matter. Um, awesome game. Um, we're on a run right now, and at this point, we're 20-16, and 16, and you got to love it. Yeah, man, and uh, just throwing this out there, tomorrow at uh, 7, 10 Eastern time, uh, uh, we're playing Tampa again. Um, we're going to have um, Jamison Tyon on the mound. He has been pitching decent recently, 34 Ks this season and a 5.02 ERA. Uh, we'll be going up against Rich Hill. Um, he's had an up-and-down season so far. He's 1-1, one one, 5.17 ERA. Um, and 32 Ks. Uh, old man Rich Hill is on the mound. He is uh, one of those guys that has been in the league um, for quite a few years now. Um, but it's really cool to be able to see these guys that have been able to revitalize their careers and be able to do some um, great things in their life. Um, he, you know, here's the reality. He was born in 1980. I mean, he is four years older than I am. He's in his 40s, still pitching. Unbelievable job this, uh, this guy is doing right now. Um, you know, just really impressive. I, I get it. 5.17 ERA, not that impressive. But if I was 41 and on the mound, there's not a chance in the world that I would have anything less than 100 ERA. So he's doing a hell of a job right now and just keeping it up with these young guys. Yeah. And I mean, he's someone who doesn't have a lot of velocity, but, you know, really knows how to put the pitches where he wants it. And we struggled with him last time. So let's get after it. And, you know, We've seen him a few times, so I think we can get after it. All right, and uh, that will be tomorrow. And then after that, uh, May 14th, um, it looks like uh, we play against Baltimore at 7.05 Eastern. Um, for that game, um, uh, Dean Kramer um, will be on the mound, and we haven't announced who it's going to be yet. Um, obviously, it's probably going to be either uh, Kluber, Herman, um you know, just depending on where those guys decide that they want to put those guys. But just a really great job by our pitching staff, um, by our batters. And tomorrow will be a really fun game to watch, um, especially with the fact is this will be wrapping it up. We've already, already won the series with Tampa, which makes three series in a row we've won or tied. So to me, this is this is a win right now. I'm excited about this. We need to be able to keep on going. And the fact is, is that Baltimore is a winnable game every single time that we play them. Absolutely, man. And like I said earlier, we're on a roll. Um, we've earned it. We've done it the hard way. And it, you got to respect us now. A lot of people were talking shit when we were down. But those motherfuckers have shut up. And we appreciate that. All right. And we'll be back tomorrow after another episode or another uh, game. Um, it'll be a little bit later that we get this going tomorrow. Um, but we are only one game back at Boston now. Boston lost. We won, um, putting us in a really good position uh, to get up there. And we're starting to put some separation on the rest of the field. We're now three games ahead of Tampa, uh, one and a half games ahead of um, um, Toronto. I'm sorry, a half a game in Toronto and a game and a half ahead of uh, Tampa. So we're starting to move that up. All we got to do is get catch Boston, and then we can get, look him in the rearview mirror Uh 40 games, almost 40 games of being behind Boston is not something that is uh, good to have. But we still have another you know, 120 games, so I'm hoping that we can get uh, take care of that. Yeah, I have no doubt we will. You know, we're the Yankees, and that's what we do. Thank you so much for listening for another episode of the Yankee Death Star. My name is Dave, and we'll be dropping a new episode tomorrow. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.